And thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, Season 2, Episode 5. I'm back to game streaming and having a good time with that. Oh, was I supposed to ask about you or invite you in in some way before I just pitched myself? I can never remember the order of these things. So let me try again. Okay. Hi. How are you doing? I hope you're well. I hope everything's good. I hope you're excited. By the way, I'm playing video games for money again. You can find me at Twitch at Real Grey Knight. Uh, I'm streaming more and more frequently, and I'm doing some marathon streams for my first time ever, some card games, some scary games, all in the month of September. Just thought you should know because I'm having much more fun with it. In fact, the last gaming stream I did, I talked a little bit about PTSD victories. I told a touching story. I went on a political rant. It's pretty much all the same things that you love from my tip shows and all that, and, uh, well, just in gaming form. So that's out there for you. Speaking of games... <gasps> See? I can get better at this advertising thing. Today's guest piece is all about one. It comes from the wonderful author Aliyah Winters. It's book two in the Comes in Threes trilogy. <gasps> And here we go, an excerpt from it now about a game that two people cannot help but play. You think I'm just going to fuck you now? Abby teased. Yeah, I do. Sam tipped his head to the side, because I think the idea this game has you hot, as I am. With his eyes locked on hers, he inched the sheet down bearing the rest of her body, and carefully dipped his fingers into the folds between her legs. Abby's eyelids fluttered, mouth falling open in a sigh. Little ripples of pleasure floated up her spine. He never went right at her like this. He always built it up with kisses and more gentle touches. This was foreign, bold, and she was soaking wet. You like this? He said, voice tinged with wonder. Mm-hmm. She smiled in acquiescence, scooting down the bed to lie on her back. His fingers were dancing over her clit enough to muddle her brains. You think you've got me figured out, don't you? Abby opened her eyes at his question. Sam lay beside her, propped up on one elbow, his expression curious. She didn't answer, instead tucking an arm behind her head. She lifted one leg, bending it at the knee, giving him more access to her clit. I don't know. Maybe you'll surprise me. He quirked an eyebrow, lost in those eyes. She gasped at the sudden feeling of fullness making her muscles twitch. His fingers slid deep inside her, one more than usual, probably three, wide and thick, and definitely more than she was expecting. Fuck. She gasped, catching her breath. Yeah, that's a surprise. Her light chuckle made her clench around his fingers, taking her breath away once more. Tell me what you like. Sam's fingers shifted, curling, pressing up against her G-spot, making her see stars again. Pretend this is the first time. So, he was going to make her talk. This wasn't what they normally did. If they talked during sex, it was playful or joking, fun, 
instead of intense. His expression was deadly serious, though. His eyes were dark with arousal. Well, I like that. She tried to laugh, but pressure on her clit turned that laugh into a moan. The heel of his hand pressed against her, rubbing, just like he had when he fingered her on the deck. Tell me, he repeated, do you like the full feeling? She nodded. For a moment, the words caught in her throat. Yes, stretched. Ah. He was fucking her harder with his hand. Not so fast. Slow. He slowed down, pressing and pulling back, circling her clit with his palm. I want your cock. No, not yet. Abby's eyes opened. When she closed them, he was serious. He wasn't going to fuck her yet. Fine. He wanted her to ask for things. She would. My nipples. I like when you suck on them. He bent his head to obey. This was nice, sweet, the tight pull of his mouth, but not enough. Before she could ask for more, though, he bit down, just like he had at the start of tonight, harder and rougher than usual. The pain sparked like a bright light behind her eyes. That was so good. And she arched up against his hand. He didn't need to be told to switch sides, his mouth rough on her other nipple as well, sucking to the point of pain, before closing his teeth on that nub. She clenched around his finger, his hand making obscene wet noises between her legs. It wasn't fair that she'd be the only one to enjoy this. She pushed him away, shoving him over onto his back, his finger sliding from her body. Before he could ask, she held up a finger. It's my turn. But then, just because she could, just because he wouldn't expect it, she took his finger into her mouth and sucked her juices off them. Fucking hell. His head slammed back against the pillow. I like the way I taste. His eyes went wide like he'd seen Nirvana and shit. She could blow his mind almost with no effort at all. Because, yeah, she did like the way she tasted, even though maybe that was weird. And she liked the way he tasted, too. She tucked his boxers off. How was he still wearing them? And sucked the head of his cock into her mouth. Oh, fuck, he swore. He didn't swear as much as she did, only in moments like this, when he was overwhelmed. Abby lapped the slit and looked at him. Tell me what you like. Sam had gone completely inarticulate in the time it took her to put her mouth on him, but he managed to stammer out the words, That. I like that. Yeah? You like it when I suck your dick? She slid her mouth over him again, his heavy weight against her tongue, the sensation of her mouth being filled. She loved that whole experience of giving a blowjob. They didn't do this that much. Not nearly often enough for how pleasurable it was. The sense of control, but no, more than that. 
He could take control at any time as well, grab her hair and force her mouth down on him. Not that Sam would ever do such a thing, though, unless maybe she really persuaded him to do it. I like your tongue. I like when you take me so deep. His words trailed off as she did that, relaxing her throat, letting him push past her gag reflex so she could swallow him down. His voice jumped down half an octave. Damn, Abby. He touched her head, which wasn't a surprise, since he often brushed her hair back in moments like this. He wanted to know what she liked? Fine. She licked her way off him. Pull my hair. He paused only a moment, hesitation present in the frozen way his fingers touched her, and then he slid his palm through her hair and closed his hand into a fist. Shit. That was perfect. Needles of pain rippled across her scalp, pulling out a whimper from between her lips. She was bent to take him into her mouth again. This time, he used his grip on her hair to push her down even more. She relaxed her throat and moaned, just absolutely moaned around his dick, and he began to use his grip to hold her in place and thrust. Maybe this was instinct, something any guy would do, given the chance. But it wasn't any guy. It was Sam. Sam, the straight-laced architect, who was professional and courteous and who'd never done anything wild. Sam was pulling her hair and fucking her mouth like never before. And Abby had a hand between her legs, rubbing her clit, before she was fully conscious of what she was doing. You're so good at this, babe. He relaxed his grip on her hair, and she just came up for air, gasping, licking her swollen lips. She wanted him right now, this need surging up inside her more than just lust. She wanted to claim, to own, to possess. Instead, he moved first, rolling her onto her back, slotting himself between her thighs like he had hundreds of times before. Bend my knee back, she directed. Sam lifted up one of her legs to press against her chest, opening her up even more to him. His grip tightened on her calf as he slid into her soaked pussy. No matter how many times they did this, the first thrust always took her breath away. A strangled groan escaped her at the overwhelming sensation of being split open on his cock. This position was a whole different level. He was able to reach deeper, penetrate farther, rubbing against some spots deep, deep inside her pussy he'd never hit before. This wasn't her G-spot. This was something else. Something that made her moan. Normally, Sam's thrusts were measured, controlled, deep, and slow enough that she could take the time she needed to reach orgasm. Tonight... He was different. Tonight, he fucked her hard, using that grip on her leg to slam into her. Just like that, she said, voice tight, the voice lightening up from the inside. Hard. It's so good. She swore, the curses spilling out of her, something tightening deep in her groin. Yes, perfect, he groaned. Just take it. Take it? He was never rough with her, and this wasn't an act. His eyes locked under hers, fierce, focused, jaw tight, his thrusts erratic and blunt. He was like a different person entirely, 
like Sam, but some other variant of him, and Abby couldn't look away from those deep eyes. She wasn't even touching her clit, her hand gripping his arms instead, and each thrust rubbed perfectly, so that she was spiraling up before she expected. Sometimes her climaxes took a while, eyes closed and lips tight, focused on the sensations without the distractions of thinking of anything else. Not tonight. Just like the reunion, she was on edge quickly, overwhelmed, her climax tightening inside her like a dam that would burst at any moment, each muscle clenched, body poised to leap from the precipice. The pleasure split open all at once, orgasm exploding outward from her core, nerves firing as she clenched and clenched and clenched around the cock inside her. She was lost, toes curling on the sheets, as Sam buried himself all the way deep and came hot and wet inside her. Boneless, she collapsed, her legs slipping down to the side as Sam's arms gave way, and he lay down on her. They breathed, quiet and overwhelmed, into the silence between them. Abby blinked her eyes open at last, catching her breath, the weight of Sam's body a solid presence on hers. Maybe she was the one who needed to be afraid of what they'd begun. And wasn't that a fun game? But even though it's just getting started, let's thank Aliyah Winters for that. Once again, book two in the Comes in Threes trilogy. I bet that you'll enjoy it. It's called Just Past Two, Aliyah Winters. One last time, E-L-I-A Winters. And now... A different kind of game, not one put up as such, but one in which the woman is kind of aboard herself for pieces to move around. You see, this is one woman in a room with three men. However, only two of them are going to be fucking her. What's the third going to be doing? Well... Although he loves her very much, the third man isn't going to be doing anything at all, besides whispering in her ear what the other two are. Before we go any further, I just need you to know, I'm going to come to this a thousand times. You hear me? A thousand times, a thousand times from tonight until the day I die. I'm going to grab my cock. I'm going to hold it at the base. I'm going to think about you and your body and what happened tonight. And I'm just going to come over and over and over again. Mm. But I'm not going to come tonight. No, 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 my sweet little perfect slut. No, my amazing perfect whore. No, my wonderful, wonderful little cum slut. No, tonight I'm not going to come. The two men 
using your holes, they're going to come. They're going to come. I'm just going to watch. Now don't be afraid. Just because you can't see, just because you can't hear them, doesn't mean they're going to hurt you, I promise. I'm right here. I'm talking to you. You can hear my voice perfectly well, can't you? Can't you? Nod your head. Show me you can. If something goes wrong, you're not going to be able to stop it, but I am. Okay? Because your pretty little wrists are bound up together over your head. And your pretty little legs are bound apart at the ankle. And your pussy. And your mouth. And your asshole are open. I don't think I'll let them fuck your ass, but a part of me, a part of me really wants to. I haven't done it in so long. It's just exciting. I bet you would love for it. Clamor for it. My cock in your ass again. How gentle I am compared to them. I don't want to hurt you. So it's so tempting, you see. It's one or the other. And you agree to anything I want. So, I don't know. Maybe your ass, too. <sighs> Maybe every last part of you filled with their fucking cum. Aching. Because I don't think they're going to take it gentle on you. You know what the most fun part of it is, though? That you agreed to it because you're such a fucking voracious whore. As soon as you got wind of the fact, that you could fuck two men, two hot men, and I'd watch, and I'd enjoy it. That's all it took, and you immediately agreed to everything, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? Mm. <laughs> I love it. And that's why your ears have little earbuds in them. I'm speaking to you through a microphone and are then sealed with fucking wax, sealed in little earbuds, just so you can hear me and not them. I want you to be scared every time they touch you, to be afraid, to not know. Oh, I tested it out, don't worry. You can't hear a fucking thing. Not. Except what I want you to. And I'm watching you. I've been watching you this whole time. Oh, you look so beautiful. The way you struggle. The way you shake. Your hands are bound together on this little, little bar. Just... Tied together at the wrist, your head hanging over one end of the Airbnb bed, your pussy at the edge of the other. Do you know 
Do you know how hard it was to make sure the bed was that small? We had to find a place. With three bedrooms, we had to find a children's bedroom. So that two big, bad men could force their cocks up your holes, down your holes, in your holes, however you want. Do you even remember what they look like, or just that they're hot? When I showed you the picture of the two of them, and I said they'd be fucking you, you jumped at it. You were so eager, you were agreeing within fifteen minutes. Do you even remember them now? And all the salivating you did over their bodies, how you wondered aloud about their cocks, you did it right in front of me. You did it without fear or apprehension. Well, I bet you're feeling those fucking emotions now, aren't you? They could already be in the room. They could already be naked. They could already have their cocks hard and pulsing on either side of you, waiting for me to give the command, and then fucking you, and then fucking you as hard as they can, ready to go. <gasps> this isn't where you thought you were going to be, is it? Mm-mm. When you said you were going to open up, be a little bit kinkier, you didn't think it was going to be feeling a stranger's pair of hands tickling up and down your ribs. Oh, the way he's doing it, too. <laughs> oh, his hands, he's grabbing you, you're shaking, the other man is by your feet. He's waiting. He's watching. He's watching you, and he's watching the other man. He's not paying any attention to me. Neither of them are. Don't worry. You're safe. No. No, they can't hear me either. No. This narration is just for you. Just to lie there. And feel your body get used. And it seems like that's what the man on top of you, the man towards your head. Well, that's exactly what he wants to do. He's digging into you now. His fingers are moving up and down through your skin. He's leaving little lines on your body. Oh, they fade, almost as quickly as they're drawn, but they're there. And you can tell, you can tell from that, the discoloration, the pushing in, you can tell. He's pushing harder. He's digging in more. He likes it. He likes you, three men, are watching your body get used by one, and all of their cocks are getting harder. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make you feel horrible? Look at the way you shuddered at that. You are such a dirty, 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 dirty fucking whore. 
and you're about to be paid and the stranger come. You don't even know their names. You're all tied up. They could start hammering you from both fucking ends. You love it, don't you? Don't you? I look and I see. I see your fucking hips straining, straining against the restraints. And you want it, don't you? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, the man towards your fucking pussy. He's looking at it now and then back up. The first man, he's moving his hands all over your breasts. Both of them are just getting hard as hell. I can see their dicks now. I can see them out. The man towards your pussy is sitting down. He is looking right at your pussy as the man above you molests you. And now he's cranking his cock. And yeah, he lied a little bit about the size. It's pretty common, though. But you won't be disappointed. However he decides to use it on you, you dirty, dirty fucking thing, no, you won't be disappointed. You'll love it. You'll eat it right up, won't you, won't you, won't you, won't you, yes, 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 won't you, won't you, oh, Oh, he's pinching your nipples now, the man on top of you, pulling your breasts, lifting them up and letting them drop, lifting them up and letting them drop. Holy fucking shit. Good goddamn. Oh, are you always this fucking wet for this kind of pain? Or is it just for me? I'm watching you. Do I still own you? Nod your fucking head. Nod your head. Oh, see, that's just encouraging the man above you. He's really digging in and pulling your nipples now. Does that hurt? Does that hurt, little princess? Does that hurt, little princess, him pulling your nipples so hard? Tweaking them, tweaking them, tweaking them and releasing them. Does that hurt? Does that hurt, princess? His cock is brushing your face. Do you want to be a sweet little dick sucker tonight? Do you, princess? You're not going to have a choice. You're not going to have a choice. So be careful if you let your little whorish tendencies rise to the surface. You start kissing his balls, breathing hot air on his cock. Once he starts fucking your face, you think he's going to stop? There's no reason for him to. There's no reason for the other guy to come around up top as soon as he's done. Make you swallow, wipe your little whore mouth clean, or not, and just start pushing in so that you can feel the difference between two cocks in your throat. Because what else are you going to do? You're trapped. You're right there. How is a woman who can't be heard going to scream her safe word? So be a good girl, and just like you promised, only use that mouth for pleasure tonight. Don't embarrass me. Look at all the trouble I went through. The man towards your pussy is getting up now.
He's looking at your feet. Oh, I hope he's not a fetishist. That would be awful for you. Imagine all of this effort and all this danger and all he wants to do is fuck your feet. Come on them. Play with your little piggies. Oh, while you're getting your throat fucking rammed. Anything for daddy, you said. Anything, said the sweet little princess. Well, here you are. And you can tap out. Any time. The man above you has stopped hurting your nipples. He's bringing his mouth down to kiss it and make it all better. The man beneath you, oh, he's rubbing your hips and your thighs. He's only got his cock out. He's kept his clothes on. He knows what this is about. It's about your holes. It's about your pussy. He keeps looking at it. He keeps staring at it, tilting his head. He's evaluating. Oh, he likes it. Don't judge. Don't feel bad. But you should know. He's really, really thinking about that pussy. What? Well, that's for me to know. And you? To never ever question daddy about. Oh, it's so fucking hot watching you get turned on. Trying not to be. Oh, I want it. I want it. I want more and more of it. Yes, their cocks are out now. They're hard as can be. Are you waiting for them? Are you wanting them? The man above you keeps brushing his cock against the side of your head. The next time he does, are you going to tilt your face towards it? Even knowing there's no going back? Even knowing that all three of us will just think that you're begging, asking for whatever comes next? Because why else would you ask for even a little That's right. Turn your head. Kiss him. Stick your tongue out. He's naked, the man above you. He wants it, your attention so badly. He wants his cock in your mouth so badly. God, he loves your breasts. He loves them even more than I do because he's never gotten them before and he'll never get them again. Oh, he loves them because they'll never, ever show up. And he's so lucky. He gets to fuck such a hot fucking piece of ass just lying there, just taking it, no complications. She can't even hear what he's saying. The two men aren't speaking in case you're worried. The man on top, the one who you're now licking the cock of. No. He just keeps calling you names. I don't know why he was. He knows you can't hear it. He knows I'm already doing it. Maybe, maybe, he just wants me to say it while he's doing it. I'm not sure. 
I'm not sure what he's saying, but as you take more and more of his cock, as you lay your head down for him to start pushing between your lips, it sure looks like he's saying something like, you dirty, dirty fucking whore, take my giant cock, you dirty fucking whore, take it all while the man beneath you is rubbing up and down your thighs, rubbing up and down the underside of them, raking his fingers over. Oh, I love the way you twitch. I can see the goosebumps from here. You must think that that's horrifying. We all fucking have hard cocks. We all want to fuck you. The only reason I'm not in that room right now with that fucking ass right now is because you couldn't take it. You can barely take this, can't you? Oh, but just talking a little bit deeper, a little bit angrier, and look at you. You can take more of the man above you cock in your little fucking throat, can't you? Can't you? The way it slides into you, can't you? Can't you? Oh, oh, it's so much fun watching you really struggle for it. Mouth back and forth, mouth back and forth, mouth back and forth. Yes, 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 mouth back and forth. Oh, you're such a good girl. You're such a good girl. Open that throat up, open that throat up. He's getting closer. Oh, the one beneath you, he's just starting to move his hands up and down your pussy lips. He's not going inside yet. Ah, but the man above you is fucking that fucking throat, fucking faster. Are you going to give it to him? Are you going to give it to him? Straighten your fucking throat out. Come on. Come on. Be of use. Be of use. He's pumping. He's pumping. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? Well, that pussy's being played with. Yes, 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 yes. You perfect little fucking whore. You perfect little fucking whore. Yes. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Thrust. 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 Ah. He's coming so hard. He's coming so hard. He's coming so hard and you're choking and you're spluttering. He had to pull out in the comes slipping out, moving down your face, towards the top of it, and dripping a little bit with your saliva. You thinned it out too much. Did that hurt? Did he cause too much saliva or mucus by fucking you too hard? You love it, don't you? Nod your head as the other man examines your pussy. He's leaning over. Only his cock is out. Oh, it really turned him on to watch the other man come, to watch him pull out of you, to watch him stroke his dick, to get hard again. Oh, the man playing with your pussy, he is elegant. He's very handsome. And he knows, he's known this whole time, exactly what he wanted. That pussy, wet, willing, waiting, wanting, open, that's what he wanted. And now it finally seems to be, at least enough for him. Oh, see, I... Always love my perfect little slut's pussy, my perfect sweet little princess's pussy, but I think this guy, he need to see your face fucked, even if he can't see your pretty little eyes watering. Can I tell you how silly I think it is that you did your hair? It's already a mess. 
and the naked man, the one above you, his cock is mostly hard again. Eyes trained right on your pussy. What the other man is doing to it, his fingers slowly dipping into you, swimming back up, moving to the clit, the top, stroking it, just playing around in little small circles and then back down again. Oh, I do think you're about to get fucked up, princess. I think once he gets his hand on his dick and pushes it towards your pussy, that's that. The other guy. Maybe he didn't like your blowjob, because he's really in love with his hand. How does it feel? Another man's cum dripping off your face as you hang off a children's bed. A child sleeps there. A family needs this income or else they would not rent this house out. It's perfect. I never would have guessed from the pictures, but it's perfect. Because here you are, being fucked like a little girl who has no choice. And it's just like that, too. You are just that helpless, it looks like. His cock is huge. His cock is huge. You're about to get fucked with a huge cock. Don't worry. It's just between me and you that I know you love that. That you've always wanted to try the biggest one that you could. Just a little bit bigger than the one you have. And this one, this one's just a little bit bigger than a little bit bigger. Oh, it's really gonna ache, or at least it would, if you weren't such a fucking slut, if you didn't want it so bad, if it wasn't right there for you. Oh, to grasp, to hold, to take. Every experience, he's moving it right now, he's sawing back and forth. The man above you's cock is fully hard in his hand. I'm so curious what he's gonna do. He's already fucked your face to the point that he thinks it's no longer fun, it looks like. What comes next? Oh, 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 the man beneath you. Oh, he's so fucking smooth with that thing. A lot of guys with a big cock like that, they'll slap your clit, maybe. But not him. No, he just drew around the whole entrance of your pussy. And then, after he completed a lap, looks like he went ahead and just took it and swatted it left and right over every single swath of skin. Oh, good God damn, you love it, don't you? You love that he's taking his time at such a big cock. Can you feel it? He's sliding it over your slit now. He's making you feel how big and thick and heavy it is. He wants you to feel it before it goes in. He wants you to feel it before it's inside. Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yes. Yes. Oh, fucking yes.
Hmm. Oh, you want it, don't you? Don't you? Nod your head. Nod your head. Oh, you're about to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, you're about to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, princess, you're about to be in a lot of trouble. You agreed to do anything I wanted, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? Nod your fucking head. Show me you know. You're going to be in a lot of trouble. Oh, little girl. I want you to open your mouth. And I want you to say these two words and only these two words. Do you understand? You have to do it. Don't shake your head. Don't freeze up. You said you'd do anything for this experience. You said you'd do anything to get fucked by two hot men while daddy watched. Well, here it is. Are you ready? Are you ready? Open that little princess mouth up. Open that princess mouth up. I love your pretty little lips, princess. Open it up. Say the words. Say the words. Say fuck me. Do it. Do it. Say fuck me. Yes. That's exactly what he needed to hear. Oh, he's getting ready to go. He's getting ready to go. Were you holding out hope the second man was me, princess? Did you hope it was me? Well, you would have heard your own voice if it were, wouldn't you? And you didn't. And here he goes. Oh, yes. Oh, that first push. Look at how tight you are, princess. Oh, you're drawing your thighs up, and I can just tell that you're screaming from here. And he's not even all the way in. Oh, you know for sure that's not daddy's cock, don't you? Don't you? Oh, it's fucking huge. You dirty, dirty fucking slut. You always wanted to try this, didn't you? Didn't you? You're so lucky that daddy will let you have it, aren't you? Aren't you? Aren't you? Take it. Take it. He's all the way in now and he's starting to push in and out. Don't embarrass daddy. Don't embarrass daddy. Don't embarrass daddy. No, no, no. You need to show me that you can take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Yes, 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 he's fucking you, he's fucking you, the man on top is jerking off right over your face, he wants to give you a second layer of cum, he's watching your pussy, he's watching you get fucked, don't worry, I told him not in your ass, not tonight, that's for daddy, that's daddy's only, those cocks would hurt you too much, that asshole was made for daddy's, come on, come on, don't, 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 don't you give up, scream if you need to, yell if you need to, but don't take that pussy out the game. He's pushing into you. He's leaning all the way over. He's looking right at your face. He's so handsome with such a big cock. I bet he goes home to his beautiful fucking wife after this. I bet he goes home and he kisses his daughter on the head and he just thinks, thank fucking Christ for worthless fucking holes like that, that I can do whatever I want to before I come home to my actual family that I actually care about. Thank God for little whores like that. They're both thinking it. We're all fucking thinking it. Thank God for whores like you. Now take it all. Now take it all. 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 Yes. 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 I am so fucking hard. I am so fucking hard. I want to see him come inside you. I want to see him come inside you. I want to see him come inside you, but he's not. He's not. He's going to fucking pull out and come all over you. Oh, you fucking dirty fucking slut. Three loads. Three loads in 30 minutes. Three loads and two cocks in 30 minutes. Oh. He had so much cum. 
<laughs> he sprayed it everywhere. It's all up your belly. It's on your hips. It's even a little bit on the underside of your breasts. Oh, while he man, oh, while the caveman who was naked just watched, watched and laughed and cheered and hooted and came all over you just by jerking off because he already fucked you because he already got what he wanted. How's it feel knowing that he could take any hole he wanted and he still just jerked off on you instead even after he knew how good it was? The dressing now there was no afterplay for you. There's no aftercare for you. There's not even a thank you, ma'am. Mm-mm. Because I'm a very generous man, and you are my perfect princess. But there is a cost to getting fucked by two men. There's a cost to it, especially when you keep telling a third man that your heart, your soul, your body belong to him. And so as they get dressed, and as the cum dries on you, it's my turn. It's my turn to jerk off, knowing how good your holes are, and unlike them, I know how good all your holes are. But what I want to do, like I said, is jerk off to it. Because before tonight, every time we had sex, I respected you a hundred percent. But every time I think of this and I come to it, I'm going to respect you just a little bit less. Just point one percent less. But I am. I am going to come to this a thousand times. And after I do, you'll know I have no more respect for you than either of the men who just fucked you. And that, that should really offend you. But instead, I bet it turns you on. And I bet you're really excited to hear me get started. And here's hoping you enjoyed those pieces. Uh, I mean, I did. Didn't you? You got taken. All of these men, all of these games, all of this fun. And now it's time for a little bit of question and answer. Here we go. I have two questions. Oh, oh. Pulling it back and starting again. Hello, Jack. It's Alice. Hello. I have two questions for you this week. Oh. What inspires you as a writer? <laughs> Is that one of them? I'm going to just see a little bit more. A second question. I guess so. Um, well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've always just written. From the time I was a young, young boy, 
up until now, I've always written. And even when I'm not writing things like The Grey Knight, I'm always writing. I'm always doing screenplays, researching them, thinking about something, thinking about some fantasy series I'd love to write someday when I can do a thousand words or a thousand pages and everything will be fine. I can lure people into a false sense of security and then never end it. Because that's what all my favorite fantasy authors have done. So I guess, I guess if what you're asking, uh, if, if you're asking what really gets me horny as a writer, the answer is not finishing series just like all my favorite authors. Is if you weren't the Grey Knight, what profession would you have? If I wasn't the Grey Knight, I'd be robbing your house right now. That's going to make it sound like I planned that, but no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's just something that like hip-hop artists used to say in the 2000s. They used to be all like, oh, if I wasn't doing hip-hop right now, oh. uh, I, I, I'd be selling cars. I'd be working in phone sales. Uh, or I would be doing some kind of managerial work. And the reason why I say that with such confidence is because that's what I did when I wasn't the Grey Knight. I hope you're having a great week. I am. And I hope you remember to take some time for yourself and relax. Oh, I did. Bye. Bye. Let's see if the second one pops up. Oh, no. Now you're going to hear some clickies. Here we go. Our second question comes from Emma. Maybe. Hi, Jack. Hello. First off, I just wanted to say thank you for the effort you've put into this in previous seasons. Oh, thank you. Along with the guest authors who have been kind enough to share their work with us. Haven't they been lovely? My question is, between the podcast, live shows, Patreon, and commissions, eroticism is your full-time job. Has your relationship to these things changed dramatically since taking them from a personal to a performative space? Is there a distinction between the two? For an example, are you conscious of a need to titillate beyond what you yourself consider sexy versus the audience's expectations? Well, what a well-thought-out and meaningful question. Thank you very much for it, Emma. Uh, so I'm going to try and break it down because it is a fairly complex question, as I understand it, in real time. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I do not get these questions ahead of time, uh, not even what they're about, not even uh, who's sent. I just open up a folder and I see from Alice for Emma, for instance, today, and that's all the information I have. So uh, everything I'm doing, I'm just kind of breaking down and freewheeling. And that's a very complex question. It's going to take a few minutes for me to go ahead and really dr drill down into it. So the first thing is I had to be forced onto Patreon. I had to be forced onto Patreon by an ex-girlfriend uh, who I no longer have any contact with. That's how much she believed in the Grey Knight and the Grey Knight Project. I really didn't want to do it. I wanted to keep everything above board until I could uh, just go straight to sales, straight to what uh, me and Allie are, are doing, bringing stuff onto Kindle and Audible, etc. That's I, I wanted to skip straight to that step. But then I got broken up with, and then I got really, really sick. And between the two, without trying to be dramatic, but uh, uh, hashtag uh, Gambino, this is America. And I estimate between uh, the beginning of 2017, I got really sick to the point that I was starting to seek diagnoses and going into urgent care 
in, in 2017, the first quarter of 2017. Um, b- between the relationship not working out because I had spent a lot of money going back and forth to Denmark, etc., cetera, uh, and the sickness, uh, I-, I essentially got hit with approximately a $15,000 whammy. Uh, just out of the blue, both both of them out of the blue. Uh, in, in fact, I'll, I'll never forget the greatest thing that my ex ever gave me wasn't the confidence to <laughs> instill instill confidence in me or make me feel sexier or, or help me come to terms with my childhood abuse. No, no, none of those things were good about the relationship. No, the best thing that she gave me was the Dear John letter where the first sentence was, I know this is going to be surprising to you. But we're never going to speak again. Because <laughs> that really absolves you of any fucking guilt. And boy, howdy, <laughs> did it. <laughs> so now that I've put all that out there, how sudden the shock was to me, my system and my finances. Uh, I get that letter in December of 2016. I start getting too sick to record in February of 2017. And again, I'm out just tons of money. And so I just have to go on Patreon. But here's the thing. I've been pretty open about this. I've not advertised the Patreon until very recently. I only put up my first real hyperlink to it. I have dissuaded people from from getting onto the Patreon, friends and family uh, especially. And I have said, like, really, don't put anything in there that you can't afford to just throw away. Because I knew I was too sick to keep up everything all the time. Not that the pace was too much. The pace is fine, as I'm trying to show you guys now. This is fun for me. Um, But I was sick, and I would go in and out of sickness, and then I would go in and out of spells of depression because I would see a new doctor. Every couple of months, I would see a new doctor, and every couple of months, they'd say, oh, this is a piece of fucking cake. That last dickhead was an idiot. Here you go. And then it wouldn't work, and then I'd get horribly depressed. And that was my life from the beginning of 2017 uh, until about, until I hate to say it, until about June of this year. It was always somewhere on that cycle. I kept healing up, and I kept getting optimistic, and then I kept leveling out or getting sick again. And the plateau would sink down. It wasn't that I was I was missing the hedonistic treadmill. It's that I would gain spoons and then lose spoons. And I knew that I did not have the mental or physical energy to really be a good Patreon guy. And so I just kind of kept it vague. At one point, my Patreon said stuff like, I toke on this. Uh, I didn't. I bought medicine and rent and paid electric with it. But I couldn't sell it that way. Because I didn't want to guilt anybody into it the months that I couldn't perform. I didn't want anybody to feel obligated, et cetera, et cetera. So I I don't consider that deceit. I don't consider that lying. But I am being honest with you that I was not honest with you. So you can make of that what you will. That's the first thing I got. I'm so sorry. This was such a deep question. I know you didn't mean it to be. Please don't be offended. Please don't think that I am. This is what this segment is for. Uh, let's work through it in real time. Just a lot of complicated feelings about why I had to go to Patreon, why it's expanding in now, uh, and, and the way it's unfolding. Uh, you, you'll see this as a recurrent theme. I'll say, don't subscribe. Don't, don't follow me. Don't pay me money every month. Over and over again. It's not an act. Uh, when I don't think that I can give it to you, I say that so that I know that all the people who keep going, 
want to give me money and it's if they get a benefit from it hooray right and that's a great great thing to get and i'm grateful for every last person who makes that pilgrimage i am uh, you kept me alive <laughs> thanks for that some points some months some weeks you definitely kept me alive not just like eating fun food or living a good life or being able to pay a gym membership but on this plane of existence I needed that money, but I couldn't say that I needed it without making a lot of people, not no offense, uh, <clears throat> a lot of people with some mental illness issues of their own really, really feel indebted. And so I just wasn't willing to play that game. Nowadays, again, for September, I'm still playing a little bit loosey-loosey, and I'm, I'm winking a bit at October too, because it's about priorities and shuffling. But as of right now, if somebody, if like a gang of bikinied women came in right now and, and they had their katanas and they, what are you talking about? This isn't a fetish. I don't know what you mean. This is a very common scenario. And they pointed their katanas at me and they said that I had to formalize uh, a Patreon in the next 48 hours. I'd say, sure. Piece of cake. Done. I will have, I will have it done. Uh, but. The way that I work and the way that I – this is the last part of the question, expanding it into performance spaces. The way that I work is that I 100% want to have a feeling in me that this is what I want to do. <clears throat> I tried to explain this briefly to a friend the other day. Um, but essentially, without any kind of vocabulary words or analogies or pop culture references, essentially, I think most people in Western society are trading, making a calculation at all times, let me trade my discomfort for money. And what's really, really sick, what's really, really sick, and this isn't just Western society, this is in the world, what's really, really sick is a lot of people saying, and if I trade my discomfort for enough money, I'm winning and you're losing. <clears throat> well, I, I, even as a young kid, I kind of saw through that lens. I saw money not make people happy, grew up dirt poor, and saw money not making people happy. A lot of my dirt poor friends saw money as everything, because it is everything, especially in America, hashtag Gambino. However, for real and for true, I saw that it didn't. Because I saw kids with wrinkly faces is how I thought of it when I was younger, when, when I saw older people with lots of money or status or prestige or career success or whatever. I didn't see the cloak of respect that my other poor friends were putting on them. And not to get too deep into it, but since we're already here, one of the most common refrains I heard from male friends growing up, from boys, from young men, if you should critique anybody for any reason who was more financially successful for you, they would say, what kind of car does he drive? What kind of car do you? That's how powerful they saw money. <laughs> That's how powerful it was to them. Hey, he's got it. You don't. God loves him. He doesn't love you. Shut the fuck up. Don't contradict your betters. I mean... It'll be real hard to get somebody to admit that that's what they were thinking out loud. But that's pretty much the only way you can get there. Take God out of the equation if that's the part that offends you. But really, he's got the power. You don't. Learn your place. 
That's what's being said by that statement, and it was said over and over again to me and all of my peers, to each other, over and over and over again. If one of us should speak out against one of our superiors, superiors because they have a bigger bank account. So, gosh, we're deep, deep, deep in the woods on this one, and apologies. This is just freestyling off the top of my head. I'm so tempted to cut. I'm so tempted to look back, listen back, but I'm just going to press on. Sorry, Allie. So, <clears throat> put it all together. I have a very different philosophy on money and exchanging it for something. And I currently see myself as off the wheel, off the rat race. I'm not running it, I guess, because you run the rat race, right? So I'm not running the rat race anymore. I'm uh, somebody on, I love The Root these days. If you don't know the outfit, The Root, it's a, it's a black journalistic outfit. It gives you great black, uh, gives you great articles, period. Right? It's a journalistic outfit. It gives you great just articles if you want to read them. But then also, it's just filled with tons of black fucking perspective on current events. And as it turns out, like, black men my age are the only people who are constantly angry enough to read Trump news through the lens of these days. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a couple. There's like, there's a couple of white guys. There's like Charlie Pierce. He's good. Keith Oldman was okay for a while, but then he just keeps exploding. Like, you can't explode every week, dude. You got to save that shit up. You know, there's a couple of white guys that are good. But I'm telling you, I've, I've made friends with, I believe, Mike Harris. I'm so horrible with names. But then I just said the names of two white guys. Like, I believe it's Mike Harris at The Root, who I just cannot wait to read his take on current events. Because he's fucking angry. And so am I. And he channels it into the funny. In the fucking words, I know. Apologies. Uh... For real and for true, that exchange, I'll do anything not to make it. And in The Root, an article in 2017 or 2018 pretty much exactly nailed it for me, which was Donald Trump sure seems to be enjoying his working retirement. And that's exactly what he's doing. I don't really care what your politics are. The schedule is available to the public the schedule often has one to two meetings on it. That's a light schedule. <laughs> That's a lighter schedule even probably than when he was CEO of the Trump International, whatever the kind of the company is. Uh, so I kind of see myself there now. I gotta work one to two days a week, he said, scratching himself because he's starting to get lazy. Ah, uh, but this is effectively, this is effectively that. Why is that important? Well, because that means that everything that I am expanding, everything that I'm doing, everything that I try and do, all the plates that I try and spin, it's because it's fun for me and I enjoy it. And these are the things that I want to do to make more money and have more success and have more fame and make more money to make Allie uh, uh, happier and richer and all the rest. She's never complaining, guys. Don't worry. She only, she's only ever says good things about it. But I don't feel like I pay her enough for all she does for us. So that is a winding way. And here we are about to conclude it towards the end here. As I formulate the Patreon lazily, haphazardly, my way, as I 
begin to roll out physical pictures of me more and more. Physical pictures of the Grey Knight available on Patreon now. Uh, as I continue to find new arenas and expand in them, I want you to know, maybe I'm not going to keep doing it forever. Not everything's a podcast season, right? Not every hat I try on am I going to keep forever. But if I'm trying on that hat from the time you hear this podcast going forward, and for some time from this podcast previously, I wanted to do it. Not I was curious to try it, not I thought it might be a good investment, but at least a significant portion of me looked at the opportunity, looked at the project, and said, yeah, that's fun. Let's do it. Let's do that instead of sitting on our ass, feeling great, smoking weed, reading the news, and having fun. Because I, I don't need to do that anymore. I had to do that all my life. All my fucking life, I had to sit on my fucking ass because I didn't have the spoons. Now I do. And so now... Now that I'm Spoontopia, as it were, I, I really, 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 really want to very slowly figure out when and where to sling those spoons publicly and how to do it. I am ready, I think, just about ready to have a lot of fun with the Patreon, to really like laugh and joke and tease about people who aren't in it. Not yet. Give it a few months because of how good of a value it is for a couple bucks a month, if you like me. Ah, I'm feeling more and more ready all the time to be an entertainer on video game streams. You'll notice I'm not like uh, like physically icky after a couple of a couple hours into a video game stream. I used to be like... <laughs> I, I, oh, guys, guys. Oh, that alien's scary. I was sick. I was sick and sitting down several hours, and I would not eat beforehand so I could be uh, that good for you guys. Nowadays, I fucking get Panda Express or Chick-fil-A or some shit, sit down and pop it open like a normal human being, and I have so much fun. I don't have to spend my whole day prepping to game stream for three hours to maybe have to cut it short because some asshole wants to tell me how much he better plays the game than I do. Because that was the old calculation, and that's why I didn't stream as much. Nowadays, I tell the assholes to get bent, and it's fun. And I often get a little one or two dollar tip for doing it. So it feels great. And a lot of other things feel that way, too. So long, long, surprisingly long, in-depth, winding answer goes into my youth, goes into my childhood, goes into philosophy and psyche and all the rest. But that is what it was like, in short, Emma, thank you so much for the question, of trying to expand from the initial what's my business model, which kept getting crashed. I didn't even get into that. The original business model was, oh, I'll just get paid by SoundCloud clicks. <laughs> you naive bastard. Oh, it was a great plan, too. All right, that's going to do it for us. I hope you enjoyed everything today. Alaya Winters, once again, she was the wonderful guest host. Book two, it's called... Uh, just past two, just past two, book two of the Coming in Threes trilogy. I remembered it. I didn't even have to look. 
It was a lot of fun, that passage. I hope you enjoyed it, too. I hope you're ready to come on out. I hope you feel like I pitched myself today. Uh, I've, I, if you listen to that long, winding answer, you're in love with me, baby. And I'll try and be gentle with you. Thank you one last time from the Grey Knight, from me, from Allie, from all of the ladies of the night. Thank you. Share the fucking episode. Put it on social media. Everything's working really great, and the more you do it, the happier I'll be. Bye. Bye. Retweets and reblogs and tell your friends. Bye.